Good evening, everybody, uh, and welcome to meeting number seven of Fodgham Town Council. Um, an agenda, uh, first agenda item is 106. Apologies for absence. General yeah, apologies from uh, Councillor Armstice. And anything from Phil? I'll give Phil the apologies, and uh, I've had nothing from Caroline, but we'll also give uh, Caroline apologies as well. Okay, thank you. Um, any declarations of interest, item number 107? I am an allotment holder. Okay. And I'd like to declare an interest on point 121, the leases. Okay. You don't, you don't actually need to declare an interest on that one <coughs> because that you have no, nothing to gain oh, I see. from the discussion. Okay. Brilliant, thank you. Uh, item number 108 is the approval of minutes and that is to approve the minutes of the full town council meeting held on the 23rd of January. Has everybody reviewed the papers? Yeah. 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 Everybody have that's a true. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay, yeah. that's great. I'll sign those, Joe. I'll do those as well. Yeah. Um, item 109, requests for members to speak. And we have quite a number of members of the public with us today, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> we usually sit here ourselves. <laughs> so does it, would anybody like to, to speak on any item that's on the agenda this evening? I'll Oh, okay, so we've got somebody that wants to speak on agenda item 121. Any other person wishing to speak on any other member? On any other item? Likewise. 121. Yeah. 121. Okay. We're on 10. <laughs> 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 no problem, please. The floor is yours. Yeah. Um, so, first of all, thank you for allowing us to meet this evening. Um, we would like to put a request in following our house move out of the town council boundaries to keep hold of our tenancy for our allotment. Um, we have got photos, so you can see the amount of work we've put in. <laughs> we've had it for six years, um, we've got a lot of effort into, into our allotment. Um, it means I do come with a health warning, I might cry about this. <laughs> um, but it, it's something that is part of our lives, really, isn't it? Um, it's something like I said, we've got a lot of work into it. Um, we are still really active members of the Fodgham community. I, my parents live here, my brother lives here. We do still have the property um, that we were previously at um, when we originally got the tenancy for the allotment. Um, and my mum and dad are looking after horses and walking dogs and things like that. So um, it just it, it feels. I understand. Obviously, the rules are in place for a reason, and the allotments are part of the townhouse to serve the people of Fodgham. Um, I don't feel I have left Fodgham, so I do feel as though I'd like to keep on with it really. Yeah, for the past five years, you know, seems to sort of start that patch of land, we've sort of put some countless houses into it, put greenhouse up there, a little shed, a fruit cage, put all the paths on it, and re entered everything, and so so finally. For the last year, four or five years worth of working every season in there, it's sort of finding a place where actually it's sort of done and we can carry on with it. And then, it's obviously a lot of by moving that we lose it. So, emailed over to say, no, can I just update the address wherever there's any invoice to have found that obviously that that clause in the contract. And then we, so yeah, again, I appreciate the hard rules. Um, so, I guess it's definitely easy to see in there, would be very, very grateful. Can I just add a comment at this point? Um, 
and when I when I moved to Stratford from where I lived previously, I had to give up my allotment and I wasn't allowed to keep it and I was devastated. We'd spent so much money on it and we'd changed it around from something completely overgrown and we'd, we'd spent hundreds and hundreds of pounds on it and it was but just, I mean, in terms of sometimes, so we've got married 18 months ago, and our wedding favour was little pots of jam that are made from the fruit bushes at the allotment and things like that. So. Okay. Um, can I ask, Chair, that we, um, I don't know if it's normal, but can we suspend standing orders so we can ask questions back to the members of the public regarding this? There's just a few things I want some clarity on. So if we, if we could vote to suspend the standing orders, if I may, and I didn't catch your names, sorry. Sorry, if, we didn't introduce you. <laughs> <laughs> so we're Avara Young, this is my husband Jack Young. So if that's all right with you, Chair, I don't know if everybody wants to take a vote or... or no, it's fine. No, it's fine. Um, so you said that um, you still own a property in yeah. Frodsham. Um, and I don't want to pry too much, but do you still pay council tax and contribute to FTC precepts so on that property? Yeah, yeah, it's currently yeah. tenanted. Um, yeah. So, but the, obviously the income still is generated from that property. Whenever it's not tenanted, it will come directly from ourselves. Do you but still you own the property? Yeah, yeah, we still own the electoral register. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I suppose looking, um, it's a difficult one because you. I don't know what the actual role, what the rules say on about the allotments, because if you own a property in Frodsham, then, sorry, I don't see an issue, personally. Um, however, it depends on whether it says that, whether you contribute to, to rates or you are a rate payer in Frodsham. It's two very different things, so I, I guess I, I'd want some clarification on what the what our rules actually say on that before yeah, I vote on it. The ones that I read in it was you had to be resident and on the electoral role that we addressed it around. So sort of, I property but not electoral registered to vote from there. And, that, and that's strange because you could own multiple residences in Frodsham but you could still only be on the electoral role of one of them. So maybe again we need to look at our rules around this because there's a, it's a little bit vague because yeah I, I could own three or four properties in Frodsham and only be on the electoral roll for one. So maybe we need to have a further discussion about this. Well, we're still in public speaking time at the moment, so yeah. we've not actually got to that item yet. Yeah. Let's have a review the rules and Let's have some dialogue when we come to the item yeah. agenda because we've got some information. That, okay, well, um, thank you. Thanks. That, that, that was that's all I wanted to ask. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Brilliant. Thanks, Riley. Okay. And we have members of the board wishing to speak about item one, two, three, four. Have we reinstated standing orders? We can reinstate standing orders unless we want to ask any further questions. <laughs> so who wants to go first? Yeah, please. And if you could introduce yourself, that would be great. Uh, yes, I'm the chair of the Me and Bill were here, I think. I was here. Yeah. Are we talking about five years ago? Yeah. Really? No, no. No, not five years ago. No, I, mean, I think you have spoke about it when we, we were in Castle Park. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but no, the last formal presentation to me. Um, so, I'll, if I can, I'll, I'll briefly sort of run through 
and we are where we are. Um, the Community Association and the Youth Club that uh, I'll be talking about in a minute, uh, they were set up in Oakland in 1968. Um, previous to that, the council had been donated a piece of land which is where we are uh, situated and where is now at least to us, us being FCA. Uh, and that lease is the one that um, we want to change because uh, we have set up, um, we were a traditional, uh, we still are a traditional uh, charity. And so uh, all the contracts that we have, including uh, contracts of employment and bank accounts, are actually held by trustees on our behalf because we are not a legal entity for the purposes of leases. So the lease with uh, the council is held by our two um, <coughs> trustees. Now, in theory, trustees can be liable for any uh, uninsured loss that we make. And that is understandably a good ball for some of the potential trustees from trying us. In fact, we did have the chair for uh, the youth club as a trustee for a while until he discovered that, and then uh, quickly it was uh, done. Uh, but, so the whole building, that is the bit of the uh, communities, uh, communities <coughs> centre and the youth club occupying uh, are both within that building on the ground provided by that lease. So the main issue now is that we wanted to move away from being a traditional charity to being a charitable incorporated organisation, which would mean because it was incorporated it would be able to hold contracts um, and own property and do all sorts of other things, uh, bank accounts. And uh, we want to move to that and when I presented that idea to the council at least five years ago. Uh, they were all in favour. So we went about setting up um, a new charitable organisation. <coughs> now, when that was successful, the Charities Commission were fully behind it. But we couldn't become active with that new organisation until we transferred the bank accounts and the lease and the people across to it. So that's what we started to do, or tried to start to do. Uh, the first one, the biggest one in our view, was the lease. So we asked the town council to find a way of transferring the lease to the new organisation, and then we could transfer the people over the bank accounts. Uh, that is as far as we got. Uh, there were some legal issues, I don't know. Um, but there was certainly something needed to be changed to allow us to move to that uh, charitable organisation. And what with that, um, sort of dragging a bit, and then COVID, we haven't made any progress in the last five years. And so that's the issue we're trying to address now. Um, sorry. 
I was just going to say, can I speak here? Of course not. Basically, what you want to do is you want to get rid of the old lease, don't you, 1968, and have two separate leases, one for the Youth Association and one for the Community Association. Yeah, I mean, I'm speaking now for the Community Association. No, I know you are, I know you are. Those yeah, no, I appreciate, I appreciate that. Yeah. All I'm saying is I'm just trying to get some clarity as to, to, to where you're going with this, that's all. Yeah, that's where we're going. Excellent. Um, now, that is going to, although we were recently, say recently, I mean, September last year, October, yeah, the end of last year, uh, when we had a meeting with a few members of the council, uh, they suggested that um, the council would take on the cost of redrafting the lease, or what would become two leases. Now, there's been a change there, and you're looking to split the cost uh, of that lease with yourselves and certainly combined the two of us, two organisations that we represent. Now we've no issue with that and we'd like to get that resolved as quickly as possible so we can move on and actually do it. Uh, but we, were no, we had no idea at the time how much it might cost so we needed to know that. So we've asked that question and get no answer. Uh, so I don't know what you're proposing this. We'll come to that item on the agenda. Yeah. So, have we got a. Yes, hi. So, um, I'm Liam Jones, just for record. I'm chair of trustees for Fodger Youth Club, and this is my colleague Sarah Wakefield, um, the secretary. Um, basically, I'd just like to concur with my colleague Graham Reeves here. Um, the sort of getting separate leases for both our Charities will just help us with our um, ability to deliver our services. Um, from a project youth point of view, it impacts our ability um, to apply for grants that we can. So certain uh, grants will want to see a lease, and then because they don't see necessarily project youth club in you know this lease, they go, hang on here, what's going on? Uh, we don't want you know, we're not going to give you any money because technically we need to take all these things off. Um, so that's just one example of very many uh, that we've come across. Um, and just to clarify, I think um, what we want is two separate leases. That's fantastic. And if FTC can, you know, potentially cover that cost, then that's that's a bonus again. We're a charity and uh, we only have a small pot of money uh, that we try and sort of deliver our services, which is also the same for um, the community centre. Um, so again, that's, that's entirely up to use. Um, so yeah, uh, do you have anything? Uh, I think just at that last meeting, I think it was myself, Helen, Eve, um, and we did agree, by the way, um, we agreed between ourselves, so no one has to go before for council as well, that the um, old lease would be rescinded and the two new leases granted to each of us. And I did think it was mentioned at the time that FTC might cover the cost, but again, I know that you have to put it before everybody on the council anyway, so I'll leave it with you. And I just ask Liam, if, if you are asked to pay a third towards the cost of it, have you got the funds? Uh, we've got some money hanging around, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do we, do we have costs? 
qui. A te vuoi controllare? Ok, that's great. Thank you so much for making your presentations. Um, I'm going to bring this back to the agenda then and move on to the item uh, which is 110, which is the allotments. So we've heard from uh, Mr. and Mrs. Young. Uh, we've also done a little bit of research as well, haven't we, Joe? Yeah. Um, first of all, going back to the electoral register, you want on the electoral register for Fodgham. Um, and then the second point is I've been in touch with the um, clerk at Helsby. There are two allotment sites at Helsby. One of them on Old Chester Road opposite the school has no waiting list and they are expecting plots to become available in the next month. Okay, that's great. Thank you, Joe. I, I just, I, I've looked on our website. Where does it say that you must be on the fraudulent electoral roll? It's, it's on the allotment agreement. I've got a copy of the fraudulent so it's on the, application got, form. And there's right, nothing it's not on, on the application that. form. It's on the tenancy agreement which all tenants sign. Mm -hmm. And it's the second clause on there. I haven't got a copy in front of me now. I did send it, well, I can find it on an email. Mm -hmm. I, 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 sent to I want to see it or I'm going to propose to defer it then mm -hmm. until I've seen, until I've got all the information. Yeah, I agree. So I'm, 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 until I've got all the information and everything in front of me, I, I'm It has been sent. I sent it originally asking for it to go on the PPNR agenda last oh, time. But if it's coming to full council, it should be on the full council agenda, shouldn't it? Not on the PPR agenda. It is on the full council agenda. Yeah, but the, the reports and the necessary documents aren't with it. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I'm, until, I, until I've seen it all, I'm, I'm just not entirely not entirely happy to say yes or no. I can probably find you. If you can find me a copy. I mean, it'd be um, nice to find a way to help if we can, wouldn't it? But yeah, we need to. And I appreciate that Helsby have vacant allotments, mm. and I get that. But when you've, I suppose, when you put a couple of years into establishing one, you can't just dig it up and take it with you. Um, maybe we are working collaboratively now with Helsby, that there maybe is there a point where we can say we, we can do stop. something in return? But I can't get access to the emails. Okay. I can't find it on the internet. Right, yeah. Okay. The tenancy agreement isn't on the. Oh, okay. On the so can we defer website? it and then just have further discussions? <coughs> we defer to PPNR so it's dealt with in this year, in, in May, because it's an allotment anyway, isn't it? So it's peop it can be covered on PPNR. I'd like to do as much as we can really. So. Fair. Is everyone happy, happy to defer to PPNR? Yeah. 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 And when's the next PPNR? Next month. April 20, 24th, is it? Well, I'll say something. No. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Not just yet. Yeah, 24th of April. Yeah. Okay. Well, just uh, a quick question, and I may have missed it in your talk. And I'm going to ask to suspend standing orders again if you're going to ask a member of the public a question. Oh, oh. I, I can. Suspend it. Yeah. Oh, suspend it. You're keeping me on the straight and narrow again. I am. Um, 
where are you actually living now? In Halsby. In Halsby. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Okay. Suspend. And see, you've got something yeah. else to suspend if you want to say something. Rules and rules. Okay. No, sorry, it's gone. Okay, no problem. So, reinstate standing orders. Um, <laughs> yeah, go on. Yeah. If you remember. Yeah. Um, if it is deferred, where does that leave us in terms of do we still have the tenancy up until it is deferred or...? You have the tenancy until we make an agreement here. Okay, thank you. Okay. And Joe, Helen, are the tenancies on a 12-month basis or are they...? No, no. no they're on a permanent basis until the, per the person with the tenancy moves out of the fortune area and ceases paying preset uh, to fortune town council. So how did, how did we... Sorry, Patrick. You had your hand up. Well, when's next PPNR? Because the problem is with deferring it is the time of year. If you've got an allotment there, should be want to get cracking on with it now. So, you know, I mean, whilst yes, we've been asked to have a copy of the tenancy agreement. Ultimately, it probably isn't going to change what the information is, which is that the tenancy will say you have to be on the electoral and fortune. So, I'm not sure it's going to add a huge amount to defer it, and it won't put them out of their misery one way or other here. It doesn't really let them crack on. Because you want to crack on planting in an allotment that we're going to kick you out of. If we are going to do that, um, but we could potentially reword it in a. And we're just looking at we've got a, an item on one twenty to note collaborative working with Helsley Parish Council that maybe this is something we could look into if there's vacancies yeah, we, of people that live in. I know someone that lives in Frodden that's got an, uh, an allotment in Helsley. We do I, have I, a very long waiting list of. Um, I agree with um, Councillor Way that we seem to have a long waiting list in house. We don't have any waiting not list at all. We work together with, uh, with regards to the allotments. Just, it's just an idea. Mm -hmm. um, and then I guess what, just one final question is, how did we happen to find out about this? And was it just pure honesty? Uh, I'll be honest to say, uh, Paley, okay. get me invoice sent to a new address and so. Honesty doesn't pay. <laughs> <laughs> we might need to change the word and we, so we might have to defer it to PPNR. I think we should try as much as we can. Either to try and help or we might have to change the word. I appreciate that. I know might be the council decision, but the problem, of course, is that if there's a long waiting list of people who live in fraud, you're wanting a lot of in fraud. So you know, could make you have bad problems as well. That's what I'm trying um, to think. We so, no matter what we have here, we're going to dismantle somebody. Their allotment agreement says that they won't give. An allotment to anybody who isn't a ratepayer in Helsby. Well, I know that to be wrong because I know someone in Frodden that have one in Helsby. Well, that's not. Um... But <laughs> I'm just saying, if we're trying to work with Helsby Parish Council, <laughs> maybe this is an item. I've to the car today. Right, okay. Can Patrick just finish off because I think that was the point. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, it's just that we are, yeah, if there's a big long list for Frodden allotments, we don't really have a massive luxury. We're helping one person, but that's dismantling somebody else here, oh. and that's the problem, um, and that's the difficulty. And actually, um, that, that's where I find it quite difficult. I think it's. I'm, I'm kind of in agreement with you, Patrick, and I think whatever decision we do, I'm reluctant to set a precedent here that goes against the, the tenancy agreement. Ryan? I get where Patrick's coming from, but. I don't think we're disadvantaged. The only people we're disadvantaging are, are, are the couple that are here tonight because those people would still be on the list. Whether well, somebody would have an allotment who's waiting. 
but the yeah. fact for me the fact that you own property within Frodham whether you might now rent that out or you might have family living in it we don't know the circumstances I don't want to know but the fact that you still own property in Frodham to me is different if you did left Howesby and didn't have property here that's totally different and that might just be as I said earlier down to the wording of the tenancy agreement that what what if I don't want to be on the electoral roll can I then not have an allotment because it's not the law that you have to be on the electoral roll. You do have to be on the electoral roll. Is that right then? If you don't want to vote, we're basically forcing people to be on the electoral roll. And what would be the case where they may be on the electoral roll but decide not to publish it on the open register? We have the closed register, not the open register. So, the other interesting point is that you don't actually have to live in Frodsham to be a Frodsham Town Councillor. You could live within so many of the boundaries. So, the ironic thing is these guys could potentially be town councillors on Frodsham but not have an allotment. So, one potential option might be that. Well, the problem is that if we extend the boundaries of our allotment, then we will lose, then there'll be potentially a huge number of people wanting to join a waiting list. I don't know why people want to join a waiting list, but potentially we could look at. Um, that could be looking at saying if you already have an allotment and you move out of Frodsham but you would fulfil the criteria to be on the town council, then yeah. that, no. We could quite yeah. easily solve this by reviewing the policy and changing it to say electoral role or within property owner, no, property okay. owner in Frodsham within the boundary of Frodsham Town Council. And that. disenfranchising property. Exactly. Or reside in a property. Or stroke because if you like Pat just said, if you want to be a Frodham Town Councillor, it's live in Frodham, work in Frodham, or own a property in Frodham. I think we have to defer it really and look at the, the writing. Yeah, it, we're I, just kind of stabbing in the dark, really, not, not being able to look at the, the writing. I'd like to see the full full policy. I think that's the answer, then, isn't it? I'd like to defer with a view to review the policy at PPL. I don't think we should defer. So I don't think it's going to change the discussion. So, Bill. Yeah, I just think we've just heard from Lynn that you don't have to be on the electoral roll. That's correct, isn't it? It's a matter of personal choice. Yeah, you, but you... So it's not a requirement to be on the electoral it's, roll. It's a, it's a resident of... I think the exact words were a resident of Frodsham. Oh, that's the words. I think those are the words. And then, and then, well, there we go. We've gone from electoral roll to we think that it's re it's I, resident. Have you, have you got so, access to your emails? Because I did send you the original email with the wording on it. I just can't get into mine because I've got no internet connection. We're, we're just talking. We're, we're being asked to make a decision now on very loose terms, and if we make this decision wrong, it's six months until we bring it back. So I, I still stand that let's defer to PPNR. Right. Because we've not got the full. Input. I've got a 
uh, a condition from the thing that you sent over, I think it looked like a screenshot from it, it says, the condition of letting domicile, the tenant will reside within the tower of Frodsham during the continuance of the tenancy. Yeah. So it's within. Mm. I would like to find a way to be kind if we can. Yeah. We just we need to be very careful about setting a precedent. Yeah. 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 We need to be very careful um, if we set. Yeah. To to let people you know. Absolutely. If, you know either the, if the rule is the rule, like, yeah, I think. Um, There's been rules all over the years that we've changed on Frodsham Town Council because we look at them and go, this is outdated. This is what I maintain that it needs looking and reviewing rather than just saying no. And we take it to PPNR where we've reviewed. Plenty of policies in the last five years, and we might get to PPNR and go, yeah, it's absolutely fine. We maintain it as it is, but where we've seen previous policies that aren't right, we've we've reviewed them. Okay, so. But we're, we're sitting here now, and we, we we've changed our mind once on what the policy actually said. So. Oh, well, it's just been that too. Yeah, yeah. but. Yeah, I'm so wait another month if there's a chance for a could I say we're happy to wait for a little bit longer if it happens. PPNR is there for that Would reason. Would people so. want to defer this item to review? Yeah, I would. Yeah. 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 Okay. It looks like everyone wants to defer that. So item deferred to PPNR. In the meantime, we will circulate the documentation. Yeah, I'll circulate the allotment agreement. Can um, the agenda item, sorry, um, just to request the agenda item to be to review um, policy regarding. You'll need two items to review yeah, and then to make a decision. I'll send the wording over there um, okay. before the agenda comes. Right, so item deferred um, until policy process and revenue, um, and when we will review the allotment um, tenancy. So that'll be the 24th of April. So if, you, if you'd like to attend the end of the 24th of April, then. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Happy to stay for the rest. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Right then, um, Joe, can I make a request that we bring forward item number 121, which is the lease uh, arrangements? Oh, sorry, we're going to leave now, that's Thanks everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, bye, bye. Is that okay yes. whilst we've got four members of the public here to discuss that item? <coughs> so, um, Richard, as you've been leading on this piece yeah. of work, do you yeah. want to... Give us a, a, an overview about the, the last meetings you had and potentially what FTC and the board agreed. I've had two meetings where I've discussed this with Graham. The first one was with uh, Sarah, the environment um, trustee. And uh, at that meeting, I actually mentioned that uh, FTC would be looking at contributions mm -hmm. from both two organisations. But at that time, we didn't have any prices. We were just uh, just discussing it. We really took it back to bare bones of what happened five years ago. The second meeting was when we had um, it was a management meeting at uh, FCA, and uh, that was put on the agenda that it was agreed that would be contributions. Now I appreciate FYA weren't at that. Um, you've had, I believe, you've had um, an email from Joe giving some prices rough prices and I appreciate that but from what I've seen it should be a simple process of rescinding the old lease of 1968 and being able to apply for two separate leases one for each organisation 
at a minimal amount of cost, so it's not going to go into um, thousands and thousands. Mm -hmm. um, and if we can do it that way, the cost to each um, organisation is is low in comparison with what it could be if we suddenly gave it to a solicitor and said we want to look into all these different things. To me, I'm Graham, I know Graham and Christine and also Liam and Sarah think the same thing, is it should be a straightforward operation. Um, if a solicitor starts saying it's going to be this, that and the other, we'll have to look at all these different points, then there is a risk that maybe we'll be taken for a ride from the legal side. So I take the point that both organisations have made. To me, I would rather get this resolved sooner than later. What I don't want is it to drag on for another 12 months because we're waiting for things to be decided. If we can put this in the hands of a solicitor that can be done straightforward, get rid of the old lease if there's no reason to have it. I appreciate that anything that's built on the land that we have um, peppercorn rent for, then becomes part of that lease, effectively. But I can't see why that should be any different to be able to say, get rid of that one, put the new ones in place, and get it moving as fast as we possibly can. Okay. And that's my overview, rather than we just dragging our feet. Great, thanks Richard. And can we just, um, Joe, can you let us know what the cost of, if yeah. it's a straightforward cessation of one lease, um, and two new leases. Right, that would be in the region of £2,000 plus that um, for two completely new leases. Um, there'd need to be a deed of surrender for the original lease, which would be £250. Um, those are the costs that fit straightforward. If there is more protracted negotiation, then the cost would could rise incrementally. Um, so that would be the cost for Frodsham Town Council to negotiate the leases on your behalf. You would then, I, I think, need your own solicitors to be able to move forward with that. Um, the leases aren't dependent on whether you're an incorporated organisation or not. That's irrelevant to, to this particular mm. approach that we've got going now. So it's a case of um, how that split of the fees goes. Ryan? Uh, okay. £2,000 plus VAT, that's the overall cost, not the cost once it's been split. So it's not 6000 plus VAT, that's no. £2,000 overall plus yeah. VAT. Uh -huh. If it's straightforward. If either party then disagrees or wants to discuss something else, then the cost would escalate. So those are the costs for two straightforward leases with the minimal amount of negotiation. And what is the relationship between the two parties? Is it good? It's very good as far as I'm aware. Yes, we can't yes. envisage... There are no issues, I can't yes. see. But from my point of view anyway, mm -hmm. I've not seen any problems. So to me, it seems straightforward. Everybody, as I see it, is on the same page. And so both organisations or two, two groups agree? Yeah, on, on they both want the same thing. Let's put it that way. Patrick? Have any issues crept up with the lease over the last years that we're aware of? Never. Okay. Ryan. Um, thanks again. Um, train of thought's gone. One second. Yes, um, we already provide annual grants, don't we, to um, 
yeah. the organisation. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Um, one of them. One of them. Yeah, right, okay. And our grant funding applications this year, we were underspent, weren't we? We didn't give out all the money that no, was to be assigned. Okay, my proposal then is that FTC cover the £2,000 plus VAT and the other two organisations cover the the legal fees on, on their part. Okay, but so what if it goes over, the, what if there's complications and it goes over £2,000? The only thing I can think of, uh, just, just uh, this is off the top of my head, the car park, how we would split the full repair and lease, which at the moment sits with the community FC. association with a proportion paid by the youth yeah. association, whether that same proportion would stay? Uh, we're currently in discussions about the car park arrangement. Right. Is that under lease, the car park, or do no, we still? No, it's not mentioned in the lease. So we're still responsible for that? No, no, no. no, no, no. The community association are responsible for the car park maintenance. So is that so that one, one there would be no so change there? The FCA is responsible for everything. Okay, so that has nothing to do with the town council? Yeah. No. Okay, so that, that, that's my proposal then, is that FTC cover the original cost and the two organisations cover any associated costs on, on their behalf. So I'm proposing the, the 2,000 plus VAT and the, what was the actual 254? Yeah, so it's deed of surrender. Deed yeah, of so surrender, so it is the uh, community association who are surrendering at the lease. That totally must have all be done, it must be paid to be done. So 2,250 plus VAT I'm proposing is covered by FTC from the underspend in grants not spent this year. Yeah, okay. All the other spent being accounted for for next year's budget. It has. <coughs> so we um, reserves for next year. Richard, can I just come back to you here in terms of the discussions that you've had with both organisations? It was discussed that potentially it would be a third. Yeah, each that's the way I understood it, yeah. So, the, the, that two so long as it, it wasn't going to be a ridiculous amount. Mm -hmm. And the only reason it would become a ridiculous amount is if the three organisations started disagreeing about it. So as far as I'm concerned, it's a similar situation to the car park. You're going to work together on the car park, aren't you? If you yes. potholes in it and it costs you £10,000, presumably you switch it between you. We, we already work on some factors. Exactly, already, exactly. So I don't see why. So, so from my point of view, it seems a, a positive. But what I said right at the beginning was, I know that FTC covered the legal costs last time. Mm -hmm. And to me, it seemed fair that we're not getting anything out of this. We don't benefit, no. The two organisations are by getting two separate leases. So to me, maybe I'm being wrong, but I think it's fair that we split that cost between the three organisations. It's approximately £700 yeah. each, yeah. plus the VAT. Yeah. Can I say something? Oh, suspense, I know this. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just that you're describing as two leases, and it would be two leases. But effectively, it's just the same lease with two different names on it. So well, you still have to separate. We still have to. Oh no, you, you have it. But absolutely. But, but if you started so having a disagreement with the youth club, it must be less if it's just two costs. No, that's, that's the cost. The cost is just two thousand pounds plus VAT. If there's no complications, yeah. if yeah. it's a straight. If there starts complications, then because obviously six hundred for this and six hundred for another copy of the same thing. So it's just 
Well, well that's the, the cost for two leases. The cost for two leases is £2,000 plus VAT, so that's what I think it's yeah. quite reasonable if it's split three ways personally. Okay, so I'm going to bring standing orders back again. Okay, so we have a proposal from Ryan, which is to pay all the legal fees in full. And we also have an understanding from Richard that the, the legal fees will be split three ways. Those are the discussions that, that you've the, had. Three, the three organisations, uh, as for me, as representation of FTC, said. And I haven't had any disagreement from other than the cost needed to be explained. Mm -hmm. So it's not going to be something that jumps out at everybody no. as a, a massive figure. Okay. Bill? Yeah. Ryan's made a proposal. I would like to second it. I'm just wondering, is my proposal okay being at RIM election period and is it seen as, although I'm not standing, I'm not eligible to stand. But there's no benefit to no, Fletcher Town Council, Fletcher Town Council isn't, um, isn't a political That's fine. entity in any case. Yeah. And then I'm putting that proposal forward then. Okay. Do we have another proposal? I'd like to propose that we split it three ways. So there is another proposal. Okay, so we've got two proposals on the table. So do we go to a vote? Take the first proposal first. Okay, so... Can I, I just clarify on Brian's proposal? Um, <coughs> I think I would be happy with Brian's proposal, but if the cost started increasing, I don't think we could commit to that. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's that's my, my proposal was for the, the 2,250 mm -hmm. plus yeah. one. Yeah, so that's the problem. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, we don't have a budget for this. Can I understand that? I don't think. Yeah, no, um, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be here all day otherwise. Yeah. So can I just please. ask where that stands in the budgeting for Nick? Because I know we've put the precept up a lot and people aren't happy with that. And, you know, is it going to make it more spending expensive? No, there's, there's, no, there's, there's no budget for this item. Yeah. And the precept can't be changed. So no, I know that. I know that. But I'm saying, we need to look after the money we've got as people have found it hard to pay the priest. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. My, my point on that, Pauline, would be then that we're talking £2,250, of which we're going to pay £700 anyway if, if this goes to Bernie's proposal. The impact of that on residents when you divide one, the remaining grand and a half between every residence, that you're talking pence, that it's going to have a very minimal percentage impact on a resident the anyway. The 250 is on top of the... Yeah, so 2,250 plus five yeah. is my proposal. Um, it, it, okay. It's tiny, That's, tiny impact mm -hmm. on, a, on a precept for next year. It, it, but it's public money that is mm -hmm. having no benefit to fraudulent. Sorry, I don't understand. Well, it's benefiting two organisations. Well, they're fraudulent-based organisations fraudulent that organizations. We, we grant fund one of them anyway. Exactly. So we can't say that it doesn't have any benefit, so otherwise why are we grant funding them? Yeah, it doesn't have any benefit in terms of fraudulent town council. So but it will benefit them further down the line for lease applications and funding applications, won't it? Right? Yeah, so absolutely. It so and then that then impacts our youth and our children yeah. in fraudulent. So it does impact. It has wide-ranging benefits for everybody okay, in front point of taken, right? Yeah. How many youth club and a community centre cost and part of the so, community? Yeah, but we can just, we take we're talking about the leases? Can, can we, we, can can we take a vote? So we've got the third proposal, which is Ryan's proposal, 
It's been seconded I'll, I'll second uh, my proposal. Um, so, anyone for? Hands raised, please. I, I, I don't know what to do. It's your It's your It's your It's your It's your you had to put your hand up, but you don't. Okay. Um, against. Against. Yes. Are you upstairs? I'm upstairs. I really mind. Okay. So that's four against, one abstention, and three four. So that's against. That's, that's against. against. Take the second. So the second proposal, um, and that's Bernie's proposal, which is for a three-way split of split. those fees. Yeah. Can I make a suggestion here in terms of that three-way split? That's on the basis that there is no protracted legal. I would like to think that the limitation of Frodium's input is is limited to that two thousand. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, third, that's, third that's what I've got on. Yeah. If it becomes protracted, mm. then our limit is set. What's the, at what? third of the original two thousand plus VAT. So if it, if the cost goes up, what happens? Oh. That's borne by the the two organisations, the FCA and the YC. They'll have to thrash it out. Yeah. We're abandoned. Yeah, that doesn't look like it. Do we have a second of a Bernie's proposal? Richard. Okay, we'll take a vote on that proposal. So all those for? And those against? Okay. That's carried. So we've got a, a third share for the finance for cessation of one lease and the um, drawing up of two leases. Yeah. Providing yeah. they don't go over the quoted cost. Well, they can go over the quoted cost, but we won't. But we won't pay any more than the original third of the quote that we've received. Okay. Okay. Carrie, okay, thank you. Thank you. Is that yeah, Thank you. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you very much for attending today. Um, can I just add a quick thing to that? Uh, sorry, <laughs> no, sorry. Um, we're having our Silver DOD Awards evening on Wednesday at 7.45. You're all very welcome to attend. Uh, we're just, you know, thanking the kids and giving them their awards, so you're all very welcome to attend. At what time is that, sorry? 7.45. On Wednesday? Yes. At the o'clock? Yes. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for attending tonight. Well, that took a little while, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we, so we are. Um, one, one, one. So, item number. I think we've <laughs> got to get a number one. We really need to get through some of this stuff. Yeah. Because that took yeah. quite some to considerable time. It did. But to be fair, I knew it would. <laughs> I knew it would take a long time. Yeah. Well, we've got the police in the court. Now, we have. So we've read that, and that's to know. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, just to say, um, on that police report, I met with Neil on Monday this week, um, and he said there has been um, extra police presence in Frodham, and that is definitely having an impact yeah. for the positive. So he's saying that, that yes, there was a kind of a, a bit of a spate, but that has abated. Um, quite considerably, and they'll continue yeah, to be. I was saying to Bill before, there's a lot of police patrolling at the moment, yes. mm. and it is it's having an impact, working. isn't it? It's working, yeah. which is great. Can I add one other point as well? I've got a meeting with um, Jane Turner, who's uh, oh, Weaver Vale Housing Trust, 
on the 4th of April, uh, sorry, 3rd of April, and Neil will be there as well. So I want to get an handle on a couple of things that's going on in the area. What's that? Are you what's there as a representative of Fortune Town Council? Pardon? Are you there as a representative of Fortune Town Council or as an individual? What does that, does that matter? Uh, yeah, because the Town Council needs to appoint to attend in the same way that they did with the Youth Association and the Community Association. I thought it was more of a, like a ward, ward walk. Is it a ward? Okay, okay. so I'm attending then as a member of the public. Okay. So is it a ward walk? Yeah. Well, I'd like to attend as a councillor then. Oh, is this from Waterside? Yeah. Mm. Oh, I want to come. Yeah. Wait, Hold, when on is it? Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Is this even on the agenda? To be no, no, this no, is the point. This is, so, this is just something just to say that, um, to, to, to regarding the policing report, to say that I'm doing something yeah. of my own back because I want to know what the situation is. Okay. Well, will you drop me an email and let me know when you're going, Richard? Yeah. I'll I can actually you. tell you now. Oh, okay. Rather than send you an email. Yeah, that'd be good. That's the 3rd of April, 11.45, outside the garages. The bottom garages, yeah. Okay. The bottom ones at the bottom of Ashton Drive. Right, okay. okay. Thank you. <coughs> Great. Thank you very much. Moving on to item number uh, 112, which is Cheshire West and Chester Councillors. And we have Lynn Riley with us this evening. Lynn, I am going to ask if you are going to speak this evening. Can you make it brief? I'm aware it's we're in Perda period as well. So, indeed. So uh, I, as per normal, have not prepared you a written report. Uh, I do so on the basis that uh, every bit of information that pretty much comes from Cheshire West um, comes to you too through various uh, member briefings. Uh, there's very, very little that uh, Cheshire West share with me that isn't shared um, you know, in the public domain or uh, through those member briefings. And quite often you know things before I do. So um, I'm here to answer questions, uh, if anybody wants to know anything. Um, okay. So yet the good news as I walked in today was that the, hopefully the £1.7 million pounds of pothole money might find its way through the door of Castle Park, but uh, we shall have to wait and see. Okay, thanks Lynn. Does anyone have a question for Lynn whilst she's here? No. No. No, no questions? Perfect. Thank you so much for attending that. Could I just make one comment, mm -hmm. if I may, just as a, um, I know it's people's <laughs> uh, You've got an item on your agenda coming up, and um, yeah, I think one of the one of the things that I hope we will do um, with the the councillors after May is a little bit more of the collaborative working. I'm very conscious of the fact that as a as a community, as a nation. We have a coronation coming up, and you've got items in your budget uh, that are sizable amounts of money, and we have no real lasting m memorial to the late Queen or the um, uh, King to be. Um, I think, in fact, we do. Well, we, we didn't pass the park, but we do a memorial field. And we have well. the tree. We have seven. We have seven, seven. oak trees. 
Well, it would be, I mean, it, I haven't read the full report, but my point was going to be spending £2,000 on plaques for trees. I would hope that there's some reference to that in, in there, was, was what I was going to ask for. It was for the Jubilee and it'll be also the coronation. Perfect. Okay. Okay, marvellous. Well, uh, nice, nice work you can get with you all. <laughs> See you at some point. Thank See you. you. Thank you. Uh, item 113, accounts. Uh, a, um, to approve and sign month 11 accounts. Has everybody reviewed the accounts pack that Joe circulated? Yeah. Is everybody happy um, with the accounts as presented? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Right, Joe, I'll sign those. I'll do that And uh, 113B, <laughs> which is to appoint a councillor other than the chairman to check bank statements uh, against bank reconciliation reports. And that's part of our financial standing of is 2.2. So, obviously, anyone other than me, is it, would anyone like to... So, we're, we're up to date with last month. They were signed at PPNR, so it will just be uh, February's accounts. Okay. I don't mind doing it, but you'd have to bring them to me. I want to. Okay, so, <laughs> Bernie, you're going to be the councillor. It's going to check and do the record, do the reconciliation, yeah. Whatever that is, yeah. <laughs> You're just checking that the figures match. That's fine. Brilliant. Thanks, Bernie. Uh, item one and four is our assets register. Uh, first to note that um, uh, Joe has conducted a full assets check and risk assessment on all assets. Uh, secondly to note that Joe's carried out a review of the insurance schedule. Um, thirdly, is um, are we happy to approve the asset registers, asset register? Sorry, as Joe has shared with councillors, everyone had a chance to review. Yep. Yeah. Okay. okay, Joe, that's fine. That's Thank approved. You. Item number one or five, training. Uh, just to note that Joe has attended um, quite a number of, of <laughs> training. Um, I think since since returning um, full time. Um, and um, I, I applaud Joe. Thank you so much for, for doing all of that training, particularly after um, the, the incident uh, that we had. And second item there is just to note the councillor training to date. There are lots and lots of training courses. We do have a budget item for training in there. So I would just um, ask all councillors if there is training that you'd like to attend, um, please do let Joe know and we'll get you booked on. There's a whole programme for the next can I just say, Chair, um, there's two things that I've applied for previously. Uh, the first one was cancelled because there wasn't enough outcome, which I've now done again. And the second one was the training for, um, 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 what was it? Control of uh, traffic, traffic. traffic marshals and uh, Cheshire Police have cancelled that and it doesn't look like that's going to start again. So there's two I've applied for and on both occasions they've been turned down. So I am applying yeah. for things but unfortunately not necessarily getting the support from Cheshire and Cheshire Police. Okay, thank you Richard, that's noted. Uh, item number 116 which is civility and respect. Uh, part A is um, to pass a resolution to sign up to the Civility and Respect Pledge. Yeah, Are we happy nice. as a council to I'd sign like up? To, I'd like to move that 
Um, I'm already a part of it through One Voice Wales and my other council, um, definitely. Um, just to query, will all new councillors be asked to sign up to this once we adopt it? It's the council who are adopting it, not individual councillors, so the council as a whole. So that going forward, that will go forward into the next term and whoever the councillors are. Yeah, well, I mean, it's new, new councillors will be shown it and asked and told that this is the civility pledge that we adopt and they'll be, they'll be shown it and told yep. you know, that we, yeah, we adopt these doesn't. principles as... First, one to approve the revised model standing orders. Um, Joe has said, Joe, can you just provide a brief update of yeah. the change? Very little. Yeah. Um, I'll just pull it up on this set. Just pulling it up. And it is the points which were to do with communications and using council emails. Um, with the, the new software system that we've got. Okay. So that was really about it. The rest are based on the model. Okay, thank you, Joe. Is everybody <coughs> happy? Yep. Yeah. So the only difference really is to do with cyber security. Yes, it is. What would happen if a, count, a newly elected councillor refused to use a dot for a gym? They don't get any communication other than to the email address that's been provided to them. Which so if they don't use it, they don't have any information? No paper copy? No. Well, they will have paper copies of the agenda and the meeting documents, but that's it. That's all that they're legally obliged to receive. Good. Okay. Move that. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that also comes down to the fact that you're all about to have security, well those of you who are staying are going to have security installed on your devices, um, so if somebody wasn't using that email address they wouldn't have the security, so they'd be open to any about cyber fraud. That sounds like the kiss of death to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> they text you a number and you have to put it in. Like I'm, not sure, I'm not sure how that yeah, would work. So I'm going to have to work and I have to carry this around with me everywhere. Yeah. Okay. So we've agreed to approve the revised yeah. model standing orders. Yes. Okay. And the second item on that particular agenda is to resolve all councillors will use the councillor at frogin.gov.uk email address. As provided, and Joe has just said, um, unless that, that will be the only form of communication with councils moving mm. forward, and yes. that's the added um, additional security provided on in individual devices as well. But everyone will be signing up to next. Have we got a date yet? Yeah, yeah. The six. Six. Yes. Six. Yeah, it was. Yeah, six. I must have missed that somewhere. Nine o'clock. It should have been on the uh, well, from nine o'clock. Yeah. I thought it was from nine thirty. I've got from nine, but if you want to come at nine thirty, that's fine. They'll be there all day. They are coming with Helen on it. Yeah. 
Do I really need to walk the front? No, no, no. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, any, anybody who isn't uh, yeah, who isn't standing, you ignore it. Yeah. Okay. Six, yeah. Great. Nine to 9.30. <laughs> so, uh, I'm, I'm assuming everyone is happy that we, all councillors now and future, will use that yeah. at flodging.gov.uk. And I think, you know, in, alongside with that, you know, there the may be councillors not used to using that sort of technology and we should be providing with the training for if they wanted mm -hmm. to as well that goes alongside it. So yeah, I think that's important, you know. Okay. So I said most people's Hotmail accounts have been hacked at some point, yeah. haven't they? So if you're sending it to a Hotmail account, then it's just a few It's, it's yeah. also, the other security is, um, you may have a counsellor whose wife uses their email address, so that would mean that mm -hmm. all confidential correspondence was going to more than one member of the family yeah. so it stops all of that mm -hmm. and anyone who isn't a counsellor getting access into that outlook account to look at that, it whatever, yeah. whatever it also means that if you're booted up or you resign we can cut the email you know, off yeah, straight away can't you so you don't want to be yeah. backing up all sorts of emails you're a length of that Authority. Uh, so there's three items here. Uh, first one is to give the clerk, so Joe, delegated authority to spend up to £2,000 on plaques for the newly planted uh, oak trees at the War Memorial site. And just to um, reiterate for, for Lynn's benefit, that these are seven oak trees that have been planted in uh, remembrance of the Queen in the seven decades. And also um, one of those would be uh, regard about the new coronation of the king as well so the plaques will actually have that stated on them right each of the schools is going to be um laying or planting even been planted one of the trees so it will be uh, a plaque per school be a plaque for the junior councillors it will be a plaque to commemorate tom Brundell and his uh british empire medal yeah. um, and then it'll be a, a plaque for ftc but all plaques will be sponsored by ftc yeah um so that's coronation and um, commemoration of the Queen's seventieth year. the other plaques? We have, and they'll be issued to the schools. So we've got some very small um, slate ones. Yeah. They were in the, there. They think they were about. Didn't Dave do that? He did. Yeah. Um, so these will be similar in the fact that they'll be planted in. Did the, the trees ever get given to the schools? That that's the seven trees that we've done up on the memorial, rather I, than I give thought, one. I, I thought Quack were doing it. Quack were going to be sponsoring one one tree per school, but I'm not sure that had actually ever happened. So we took the decision to plant seven. Right. It's a bit um, of the councillor, isn't it, to answer that question? Correct. So, is that slipped to our fingers? Move on block. Yeah, so uh, the second she one might, is to give that. must have been at the last branch mate. Oh, 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 Delegated authority. Stop taking a leaf out. We've descended in. So we have descended into chaos. I'm sorry, I'm barking the wrong tree. Okay, the, the second delegated authority uh, is to spend uh, up to £1,000 to erect the four fields in trust plaques. So these are sitting up in the office. Um, and we have four of our uh, green spaces um, that are now fields uh, in trust. So we'd like to erect those. Um, the third delegated authority is to spend up to 
£1,500 for signage on the Ship Street play area. Yeah, I'd like, we need to meet with the committee. We do, because we need to understand oh, what the name is. I didn't state that in... Um, no, I didn't state that. At the beginning, what's it? That's fine, it's noted. But we're we're also, we're only agreeing to spend, aren't we? Not what it says. Yeah, no, we need to, to spend. meet with the committee as soon as possible so that we can come up with some ideas. I don't you'd like, if you'd like yeah. to come in on that. I can do it, yeah. Um, we need design ideas and everything, don't we? And we also will need... Even though it's not in fields in trust at the moment, we will need one for them. Yes. Because it will go into fields in trust. And it would also need to decide what the play area is going to be called. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Can I just add, add one question? Does that relate to that money that's been allocated for the play area? Does that include the painting of the bins that we discussed at the last meeting? No, it doesn't. It's not just, just for science. Right. Yeah, so I think because we've all worked, there's only five of us on the committee anyway, but we've all worked together with, with FTC, so it'd be nice just to get that sorted and then we've got everyone, everyone is inputted. Yeah. Is everybody happy with the delegates? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Item number 119, which is for our gym Christmas Festival. So we have been approached by um, the Christmas Festival Working Group uh, to, report, to consider whether FTC will fund um, the cost of the road closure. So basically that the... We the did that last year, didn't we? We didn't do it last oh. year, no. Um, they asked us to, didn't they? They asked us to last year, but the previous year, they uh, it had been funded through the grant that was given to them. Mm. I think the quotations that we've got this year and given the price rises this year, um, they they will struggle to cover the cost of that and provide mm. the same quality quality and calibre of festival. Yeah. So the, the so costs are approximately £2,000. So they get their, they want 12000 offers instead of ten. We will no, deal directly. Right, okay, okay, so we'll organise the road code. No, they will organise it or we will fund it. Right, and so then we, we can get the VAT right, I see. back on that as well. Yeah. Just, a, just a quick thing, we, we are talking right throughout this evening about amounts of money we're going to spend. Are we operating towards the budget because we did spend an awful lot of money last year, didn't we? Or no. No, no, not on the Christmas festival. I'm, I'm just where well, we've talked about the you mean community all? centre, we've talked about various things and plaques, etc. etc. These are all adding up. Are we okay with that? I think we'll admit the decisions, so I think we are okay with what we're okay. discussing today. Yeah. So, Ryan? So, on top of the £10,000 we set to one side for the festival, there's now an additional two thousand. Uh, approximate cost of two thousand pounds. They struggled last year, didn't they? Yeah. They are. They're, they're coming to the events committee to, to talk through where what they spent their money on last year. Okay. Is that two thousand for somebody to come and close the roads? So they don't have to get volunteers, or is that just they can't the cost do it with volunteers? It has to be done by a licensed company. That's maybe so they will do all because. All the volunteers are staffing all the sign roads and things. Is that no, that comes. Blue Arrow is, has been. Blue Arrow, um, 
the providers in the past and they need to be trained people to do them. It's also coming up with the signage, a plan to Cheshire West and Chester for the specific road closures. Um, they've dealt with it for the last eight years that I'm aware of. So, and it's always the same areas for the street parades. It's just more cost this year than it was previously. Well, I'm hoping it will still be around the 1500 mark. So it, it, I'm just adding on in case. So they have to divert traffic. In the they have to divert time. traffic, oh. diversions on, okay. uh, temporary lights okay. for the business. Thank you. Richard? We have just saved quite a bit of money on the uh, FCA situation. So. <laughs> well, we haven't because yeah. it was never budgeted to spend it anyway. So we've spent £700 more. We haven't <laughs> saved anything. <laughs> so good, good try. <laughs> but we have because we haven't spent £2,000. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd like to propose that we, we say yes, we'll do that. Yeah. Is everybody happy? Yeah, the Christmas festival is very popular in Frodsham. I think it's popular. essential to close that road. Everything we do in Frodsham is hugely popular to the people that benefit from it. There is. I think I think this is something that virtually people, everybody benefits from. And the people outside of Frodsham benefit from it. But I'm just saying it's it's two thousand pound. It's 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 twenty percent more on on top of what we normally give them. So Bernie's made a proposal to. I think it should be done. Yeah. yeah. Is everybody happy to fund? Raise your hands. Yeah. It, the Christmas festival yeah. can't go ahead if the roads aren't closed and the police can't come. And I'd just like to thank all the volunteers from FTC that actually helped close those roads and monitor that. Didn't they do a sterling job? Yeah, to say that. Particularly the Netherlands. The comments that we got from people. Oh, yeah, we that, did. We did. Brilliant. Okay, that's approved, yeah. Thank you. Future Council. Uh, item, we've done one to minimum. Item number 120, 120 mm -hmm. is uh, Health and Parish Council. It's, that's just a note. Um, so I met with the chair and the Health and Parish Council. And I think we've both agreed that we'd like to do more collaborative um, and collective work and to see whether we can um, yeah, make both of our villages. So the allotments would not be. I go on that then. Could it, the allotments weren't discussed on that. Could it be? Uh, I think we've taken that to say we need to do some more work on, right. okay. on that. That's so yes, it, it, it would require Helsby completely changing their regulations as well. Right. If there was to be collaborative work on that then, mm -hmm. to allow people from outside. I know what you've said, but obviously not. That's great. I think that's a real positive step moving forward. Yeah. Um, it, it gives us yeah a bit more, perhaps more punch uh, for Frodsham and Hellsby, but working together, especially for events and things like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Such as a Christmas fair. Absolutely. What we what we've done in um, Flintshire is on two councils neighbouring each other. Both councils were struggling to fill the seats. Very similar situation to this. Mm. So we waited until after the elections last year and a few of us co-opted onto theirs and they co-opted onto ours because they lived onto the boundaries. Okay. That also meant that you could split training costs because you, it was being split between two councils so there was synergy there between the two. Um, it might be an idea if you, don't fill your, if you and Hellsby don't fill your seats in May to look at something like that um, if they're within the boundary and, and fit. There, there is a cost saving to be made by doing that. Okay. Staff question, but 
who would chair a meeting like that if you... No, you, they would still be elected, they would... No, I, I understand that. I'm not saying joint would... meetings, I'm saying oh, that right. a, a resident of Halsby may wish to come and join Frodsham Town Council, and in return a Frodsham Town Council may go and join Halsby Parish Council. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be a joint meeting in any way, they would... It's still, still separate councils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's just a way of bolstering all this. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. That's a good suggestion. Thank yeah. you, Ryan. Very good. Uh, item 1 2 1 we took earlier on in the meeting. Uh, so, item 1 2 2. These are both to note. The annual town meeting will take place on Monday the 22nd of May at 6.30. And the annual town council meeting will take place on. Monday the 22nd of May at 7pm. It doesn't leave much time if people want to come in and ask questions, does it? It's only half an hour. Mm -hmm. They don't normally. It was only ever the 5G mast that everyone ever turned up for. If if it does, if it's, if it's longer than half an hour, then we can put put the meeting back. I, th I think maybe as well we need to advertise this more, that, that, that it is the annual meeting. I have done every time. Because years ago, I know when we used to have them in the, com in the community centre, it used to be full. Okay. But, you know, it used to be absolutely full, but it was just the annual meeting. Okay, well, well, we'll advertise it, we'll continue to advertise it, and we hope that Dodging residents will, will attend. Um, just, just one comment. Uh, depending on what Bernie's just commented on, if we did get a large amount of people coming to the public meeting, would this facility here be big enough to contain a large contingent of people? We did last year's here, didn't we? We did it here last year. Um, and there was, there was a handful, there was probably about eight. Yeah. Eight, eight members. I think there was tables up here at more chance. Exactly. So we, we could. We could. Uh, item number 123, uh, so this is exclusion of the press and public, and um, we'll be going into a part B for the next part of the meeting. 